Hello, I'm Alice Gerlach, and here's the latest update from Spectrum Autism News. Spectrum Launch How Early Career Researchers Can Use Chat GPT to Boost Productivity by Angie Voyles Askham. Anyone who hasn't been hiding under a rock has probably heard about the new tool Chat GPT. It's a chatbot created by the San Francisco, California-based company OpenAI that uses machine learning to generate human-like responses to typed questions or statements, sort of like an internet search engine that you can message with. Whether you think this new artificial intelligence, AI, is poised to ruin academic publishing, improve mental health care, or threaten democracy, the fact is that people are using it. The new technology isn't drastically changing scientists' lives yet. About 80% of respondents to a February Nature survey reported that they have tried ChatGPT or a similar tool, but most are using it just for fun, not for research. But ChatGPT and other large language models like it hold enormous potential to make research easier, says Prachi Avasthi, co-founder and chief science officer of Arcadia Science, a company based in Berkeley, California, focused on innovating scientific research and development. Avasthi first saw potential in using ChatGPT to craft email templates. She prompted it to generate an email to politely decline an invitation because of insufficient bandwidth. It generates a perfectly reasonable template that takes two seconds to edit, an enormous amount of time saved, she says. We are underusing ChatGPT, she wrote when she tweeted out the result. Avasti, who admits to being an early adopter of new technology in general, thinks of ChatGPT almost like a personal assistant. It's great at generating copy, she says, or providing phrasing for internal documents. For example, she asked it to create a set of instructions for cleaning up common lab spaces, and it came up with a useful list that a researcher could tailor to their lab. She says she was also impressed by the AI's ability to troubleshoot an experiment involving PCR or a polymerase chain reaction, a technique for copying DNA. When she asked it to explain why, in an experiment, PCR would generate too many bands on an agarose gel, it correctly suggested experimental conditions that could lead to that result, including contamination, primer design, and enzyme selection. Among other things ChatGPT did well, Avasti says, was make a list of potential interview questions for a new lab technician, come up with ways to get discounts on lab equipment, list summer internship positions for PhD students in the San Francisco Bay Area, and name granting agencies that fund cell biology research at universities in the United States. Margaret Crane, a PhD candidate in clinical psychology at Temple University in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, has found another way to integrate ChatGPT into her life, using it to debug her code. It's been so much easier than trying to figure out with Google, she tweeted. Crane has also found it to be helpful for brainstorming research ideas, she says. But of course, she adds, anything it spits out should be taken with a grain of salt. It's the most useful when you know a little bit about an area, or at least enough to know when it's completely off-base, she says. Avasti agrees. Although there are potential pitfalls with the new technology, she says she sees it as a tool in the same vein as a calculator. If researchers can figure out how to use it for low-lift tasks, we can put our energy and brain power to other things. For what it's worth, when I asked ChatGPT how early career researchers can use it to save time and resources, the bot had some decent but vague ideas, including literature reviews and paper editing. Nothing as interesting as what real live researchers had to say. If you have any of your own tips, let me know at angie at spectrumnews.org.